0: Hi guys, welcome to episode six of our second season of the podcast, where we are going behind the scenes with online content creation. Be sure to go to solelyrested.com create to see all of the references and all of the links to everything we have been talking about this season. Go to solelyrested.com podcast for show notes of today's episode. And be sure to check out SolelyRested.com slash coupons for some amazing, great specials I have tucked there just for you guys. I'm Michelle Visser, author of Sweet Maple and creator of the blog and YouTube channel Solely Rested. Because sometimes the only rest you can find is in your soul. Welcome back to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast, where we talk about how to simplify our lives in the midst of modern day life, one step at a time. Let's do this together. Okay, so silly old me. First of all, when I started this season, I remember thinking, um, I might just like do one episode and you guys tell me you... this is stupid, and then I'll just move on. Like, I really didn't know if this would be something you'd be interested in. I just kind of started it on a whim, sitting here in my office one day, like, you know what, let me see if you guys care about this. Well, the response has been huge. I mean, you've really, you've shocked me, and it's been so nice to hear from you guys. I get messages on Instagram all the time, sometimes on Facebook, sometimes in my email inbox, and sometimes replying to my weekly email that i send out in all these different ways i'm getting i'm hearing from you guys telling me that last podcast episode you know wow or how this is inspiring you and that really gets me excited i really didn't know it would be that awesome and how many times am i going to say really right <laughs> um so anyway i really didn't there i go with really again <laughs> i didn't plan this out whatsoever true story People think, I think I actually disclosed this fact in my very first premiere episode of the podcast. Go back and listen to that, maybe, if you haven't, or maybe not, because you might not like me after you hear the things that I disclosed there. <laughs> but one thing that I'm pretty sure I talked about was for some reason, people think I'm organized. And I really don't mean to deceive people, but for the past couple decades of my life, I've gotten so many people telling me this, and I'm going, are you kidding? And then my girls kind of roll their eyes because they know the backside of my life, and I really, I could be a whole lot more organized. And obviously, I'm showing that with this season of the podcast because today's episode is really where I should have started. Like, if I had really planned this out, I really should have <laughs> started with how to become a content creator. I have, um, boy, I think it's six. Let me look at my list in front of me. Yeah, I have six tips that I pulled together as I was thinking this through that I think will be helpful. I was gonna say that I wish I had known in the beginning, but really I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning and I had no idea there even was such a thing as a content creator. Like, I just knew I wanted to write And share what I was learning as we started our new homestead. And I just did this thing and started a blog, you know, and the rest just kind of spiraled from that. So I guess I should say if I had started this journey knowing that I really wanted to have quite a few platforms where I could reach people, and I really wanted to know how do I create great, useful, effective content, these are the six things I would have wanted to know. But again, I wasn't organized enough to know that's what I needed. So first tip, it's really important in today's current social media climate to make sure that you have something that is all your own, that is literally yours, a little tiny space on the internet that belongs solely to you, where you are the one calling the shots If you decide to set up your home base on Instagram, or on Facebook, or maybe like, you'll even just start with Pinterest. I actually have, I've talked to a few people that that's kind of where they started. They built up this big Pinterest following and then they realized they wanted to do more. Any of those platforms, it really would get me very nervous if that was my home base, because they all change so often, all three of those that I just mentioned have caused me great distress over the past few years at different times because they changed their algorithms, they changed the way they do things. and all of a sudden something that was working really well and you were really rolling along and loving the way things were working and you were connecting with people and All of a sudden, boom, it's like the door slams and you go back like to negative square one and have to figure out this whole new way of doing things. And it kind of drives me a little batty. So always, always, always have a spot that you don't have to worry about those algorithms and the craziness where you can. It's also good just because you want to have a home base where you can be piling up your information, like for instance, on Instagram every time that spring rolls around again I want to reshare the same things like I want to talk about lilacs because that is my most favorite bloom in my yard and I have so many things I love to do with the bloom and I want to share okay how do I make lilac sugar how do I make lilac syrup what's so great about lilac blooms what can you do as you're cutting your blooms to make them last longer so many things And I have that all housed in one place that I can pull from and share on Instagram. So I don't need to recreate every spring, you know, the directions for how to make lilac syrup because it's all there on my blog. I can just pull from it and share. So it's great to have this almost encyclopedia of your knowledge that you're building and organizing. Um, so that's definitely the first step. I would definitely recommend WordPress. Lisa Bass, I think she was episode three, three, yes, um, talked a little bit about this and why WordPress is the only platform both she and I, I agree with her, would recommend. Um, and I have some suggestions for hosting and other details like that, if you go to solelyrested.com slash create, if you want to know more about starting that original platform, I think there's some tips and links there that will help you a little bit. Okay, tip number two: you gotta decide a niche. By the way, Bill hates that word. Like for some reason, it's like I'm scratching my nails across the chalkboard when I say niche. I don't know why. I, I think. Maybe part of it, and this bothers me too, is that people have two different ways of saying it. And I've actually Googled this because I really, really want to know what's the right way, because I know the way I like to say it. I really don't like to say niche. I like to say niche, but they're both correct. So maybe that's part of what bothers him that there's these two ways of saying the same word. I don't know, but he hates the word, but he never listens to my podcast. So I don't know why I'm telling you this anyway. Um, okay decide what niche is yours. Because the more that you can niche down, so to speak, and narrow your focus, the easier it's going to be for you to become a true, um, I hate the word influencer, um, but a content creator that people know in that niche. Now, if you've been following me for any amount of time, (laughs) I kind of wish I could be like, uh, raise your hand or <laughs> on Instagram, I love it on stories. There's so many ways I can interact with you guys. And I would use a, a little poll or a little voting thing and ask you, what do you think? What, what's my niche? Um, but I have a feeling that most of you would know that where I really started to hone in and focus and it's because people were extremely interested um, was maple syrup making. And very quickly from that arose a book that I was gonna self-publish. And from that arose Sweet Maple. And in fact, I'm gonna do an upcoming episode. I think I alluded to this way back in the beginning of this season. I'm gonna do an episode all about that, about the process of self-publishing and how it led to actually having, um, I was gonna say an editor, an agent and an editor, and a publishing company interested in my book. So if that's something you're interested in, hang tight, we're gonna to get to that. Okay, anyway, but if you niche down, then you obviously you have more of a possibility of being like the expert in that area, right? If your niche is homesteading, period, big umbrella, right? You have a whole lot of people that are truly experts in that really broad umbrella. And if you're not going to focus any more than that, it's very unlikely that people are ever going to notice you. But if you have a focus that other people aren't talking about or don't know about or something that genuinely is your passion, then people will start noticing so think more specific than broad and try and focus down. Number three, create content that people are going to find. Um, and this is something you'll learn as you grow. And by the way, Lisa Bass into this. There's some great courses. I highly recommend Lisa's. Again, she was on episode three and we talked a little bit about her courses um, that you really can learn there really is almost a science behind this and it's not too hard to learn, but I'll give you a very quick rundown that first of all, you want it to be searchable. You want to have keywords that you are using in a title, maybe in a subtitle and sprinkled throughout your article that you're writing that tells Google this article is about blank. Okay. So maybe it's about lilac syrup. Google will realize what you're writing about because you repeat those two words often enough in your article. Also, you want it to be something that's going to have longevity. You don't want to write about, I don't know, um, I mean, there are certain blogs that this works beautifully if you're like a news focus, um, but you really have to have a big audience for it to work but if you're just starting out you don't want to have something that's a really trendy topic that's going to change in a week or that's you know some big concert going on that's going to be gone next month um stick with long term longevity something that people are going to be searching for many years to come when they go to the wonderful search engine known as google okay Um, and maybe, maybe video is your thing more than writing. Again, Lisa Bass has two courses, one on each actually. Um, and maybe that is your thing, but I feel like I'm going back to number one here. Maybe I should have said this back under number one. If I was more organized, (laughs) um, you can use YouTube as your platform where you are putting your videos, but until you have thousands of people following you, they're not going to get found in Google or in YouTube's search engine very well by a lot of people. I mean, they can, you can still be really shocked. I had a post about how I cleaned one of our braided rugs in the snow and I simply showed how to do it. It was the most unprofessional few minute long thing I've probably ever put on YouTube. But for some reason, that is my most viewed YouTube video. So it definitely can happen that a simple little video you put on can get seen a lot. But for the most part, you're going to see that that's not really the platform that's going to show your content. But you can embed those videos in your blog post that are giving richer, better content to the topic that you're writing about. So even though I'm referring in most of these tips to writing and blog articles, I just thought I should tell you that, that you can also do video and and incorporate it for sure. Um, and then you want for that content not only to be searchable and not only to be something that has longevity, but you want to then kind of evangelize it. You have to let people know it's there. If it just sits there, nobody's going to read it except for maybe your aunt and your friend next door if you tell her about it like but it's just going to sit there right unless um I mean I'm not going to get into all that definitely Google will help you evangelize but not in the beginning um so you are the one who is promoting your writing so that's why you have to build up a social media platform. So all those things I told you about how they can drive you crazy, sorry, you just kind of have to deal with it. And you got to have to keep learning. Um, but it's worth it. Because that social media platform is where you really meet your people. That's where I met you guys who are listening to this now, probably on Instagram, or maybe on Facebook. Like. If it wasn't for those platforms, I wouldn't know you guys. So as much as I was complaining a minute ago that sometimes they drive me crazy because it's hard to use them sometimes, it's worth the struggle. It's worth the learning curve because that's my place and I love it. And that's where I put my content. So whether it's brand new content that I just wrote an hour ago and I'm excited and I tell you guys about it in an Instagram story and I say, go check out my bio, or it's my lilac syrup post that I bring up every I don't know, April or May, and remind you guys that it's there. Whatever. If it's old content or new, Instagram, Facebook, maybe Twitter is your thing. I don't do Twitter. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for like, I don't know, the people interested in simple living. I don't feel like they're on Twitter because I tried it for a while and I got nowhere. So I could be wrong, but it just didn't really work for me. Um, but whatever your platform is, that's where you promote your content. So you make it searchable, you make sure it has longevity, and you make sure you tell people it's there. Um, now, Facebook, you could, well, first of all, when you set up your Facebook page, I should tell you, make it a page, not your personal Facebook. You want it to definitely be a page that has the name of your blog or your brand. And that's where you want to always be sharing your content, not over on your personal page, because that's not going to be very effective, most likely. Um, plus, you want to have, eventually, a Facebook page. So you can promote things, maybe even bumping up and make an ad out of it if you have something really exciting you want people to know about. And you can't do that on your own personal Facebook page. And eventually, you'll probably want to have some sort of a group, I Um, started adminning a Facebook group all about making maple syrup, I don't know, three or four years ago, but it wasn't in the beginning. I've been blogging close to seven years now. So give yourself grace. Don't worry about doing it all. Hold off on the Facebook group page because that just gets your life more complicated. And um, until then, until you're ready for that, join all the other groups that relate to that narrowed down niche that you've discovered for yourself join every facebook group you can find about that and start meeting people and start finding out what they're interested in because that brings us to number four you want to create valuable content it might be something that you really want to write about you might love your aunt bess's cat and think it's the coolest cat in the world because it's the special breed or it has these unique eyes or whatever and you just really want to write about it but unless Other people are going to find value in Aunt Bess's cat. It's not going to get you anywhere and nobody's ever going to see it. So if you want to write about it, please do and and mail it off in a letter to Aunt Bess. But don't waste your time making a blog post out of it because that's not going to get anywhere. Um, So create value. Think about, you know, when you're in these Facebook groups, really think about what are they asking. And every once in a while, you'll notice them talking about something and you're like, wait, I know all about that. Or maybe that's a topic I've wanted to really dive deep into and be an expert in for a long time. And here all these people are talking about this might be an interesting topic, right? That's what you should write your article about. Um, There's also other forums like I know there's Reddit. I I just only I've only ever used Facebook groups, but there are other options for sure. Whatever you want to use to find people in your niche and listen to what they're asking then that's what you want to do. And then start creating your content around that value. You got to cater to your audience, find out what they want, what they need, and provide it, all while, of course, being extremely authentic. If you try to answer their questions about a topic that you either don't care about or really don't know anything about, it's not going to get you anywhere. So be authentic, but make sure it has good value. Okay, number five, set up a schedule and stick to it. This one is the one that in some ways is the easiest. I really don't need to explain anymore. And you're going to hear it everywhere. So this isn't new to you, I'm sure. If you've ever even done any research about content creation, you know it's important to be on a schedule. As I say that, I'm going to be completely transparent and tell you the thing that's the worst for me is to be religiously on a schedule with sending out my weekly email. I don't know why. I have no idea why it's so hard for me. I guess, I think what it is, is I really always want them to be so valuable. And I, when I go to sit down and work on it, I'll like start it and I'll, I have this spreadsheet that I'll go back to and I'll look well, this is a really a great time of year to share this thing I really want to tell you, and then I kind of debate. I just make it way too hard, honestly. Instead of, you know, when I'm doing these podcasts, I sit down, I turn my mic on, and I start talking. I need to be more like that, probably, with my <laughs> newsletter. Um, but anyway, so I don't want to sound like a total Pharisee and sit here and say, you need to be consistent, because if you know me, you know that I kind of fail at least in that one area of my content. Um, But I would definitely be more effective, more impactful if I was regular. Because you guys would know whatever day it is that I've chosen, and I've tried so many different days. I keep changing it for all different reasons. I'll spare you the details. But if you knew every Wednesday afternoon, oh, Michelle's going to send a few juicy tips to my inbox that's going to encourage me in simple living, you'd want to see it and you'd open it right like especially if week after week you've opened it and you realize there was always something that interests me so that's why it's important this tip number five to set up a schedule and stick to it okay the final tip number six and this I was going to say this one should be easy but it's kind of hard actually don't be tempted don't chase all the shiny things don't think that if you just spend another 59 dollars, you'll finally have the key to being the most influential perfect content creator you could ever be because there's no such thing and that is not going to happen and it's all bs when they're telling you this one little tip I'm going to show you, just join my course or let me coach you. And you will know the secret to all success. And I guarantee you, you'll feel success. You know, it's it, it doesn't happen that way. When you're a content creator, there are so many um, plates to juggle, hats to wear, things to learn, so many levels to every aspect, and there are a lot of aspects to it, that There is no secret, I can tell you guys. I mean, there might be 389 really good things to know in five different categories, (laughs) but there isn't any special silver lining tip or course that is going to be the it of all its. (laughs) Um, Having said that, I will tell you the one that I have gone through from beginning to end because I wanted to know if I could recommend it. Um was definitely Lisa Bass's. So if you're looking for really deep, good, authentic content, and I'm sorry, this is not, I've mentioned her so many times, this is really not a commercial for Lisa. That's just the only resource I know, that I know is definitely worth the money. But um, I mean, there are other ones I recommend too, for sure. Again, go check out solelyrested.com slash create. And if not, if they're not all there right now, I'm not sure if everything that I recommend um, is there actually, because I'm going to still be adding things as we go. But by the end of this season, that's going to be the place that I house everything, um, anything that I would recommend that might be helpful to you. But you don't have to spend anything. You really don't. If you want to put in the time and you're willing to talk to a lot of people, try a lot of different things really listen to your audience, Google everything that you don't know how to do to find out how to do it. (laughs) Um, You don't need to spend a penny, you'll get it, I promise. So I think that's everything. Let me think. I think that's everything I wanted to tell you. That's my six tips. So I hope that's helpful. And let me pull up our reader, our listener for the week. Okay, I actually have to pull this up here on my Instagram. Um, It's from Barbara Sue, and she didn't do this over on iTunes because she was having trouble figuring out. So maybe I should tell you, if you go to solelyrested.com slash podcast, and then click on the iTunes link there, you can leave a review if you would like, because I would love to hear from you and let me know your thoughts on this season or this podcast as a whole. Okay, I'm still pulling up Barbara Sue's comment. Here we go. Hey, I wanted to say thank you. I signed up. Oh, (laughs) I really forgot this. Again, I'm not doing an ad, guys. I signed up for Lisa Bass's course bundle. I'm about halfway through the blogging course, and I'm just blown away. I'm learning so much. It's a bit overwhelming. The good thing is I have a lot of content that I can be using and resourcing. Um, Really long message here. Let me go through. I guess where I really wanted to start was... Well, let's see, I'm pretty excited. She's given incredible information that's going to make a huge difference in my journey. I don't think I could have Googled my way through this and seen success, which actually I think I pretty much a few minutes ago just said you can Google it all and know what you need to know, didn't I? <laughs> oh my goodness, I should have planned out this episode a little bit better. Let's see. Okay, this is what I wanted to share, I think. Where was it? Here it is. Thank you for your podcast podcast. That has helped me so much. I consider you one of my blogging mentors. That is what I really wanted to share with you. And Barbara Sue, you're so sweet. I actually have gotten to know her through Instagram, and she's really a sweetheart. And thank you, Barbara Sue. You literally made my day when you sent me that message last week. And thank you for letting me share it here as so that's it guys that's everything i have for you today i'm excited about our guests coming up i have a couple guests scheduled in the weeks ahead i think you're gonna love what they have to say and i think they're gonna inspire you and um so check out solelyrested.com create for all the information from the season check out solelyrested.com coupons for all those specials that i have tucked away for you and i hope everything is fantastic and you're in your for the woods